0: Hello everybody, it's Curtis here with another episode of Chickadee Chat. First off, I just wanted to say um, Happy New Year and Happy Holidays. I hope everybody had a wonderful time and hopefully you spent lots of your time off feeding and watching birds. And um, yeah, so this is technically, I guess, going to be the first real episode where we get into <clears throat> birding and bird feeding in general. The first episode was more or less just an introduction to myself and what I would like this podcast to be. Now, I did try to record this episode with very little structure and I I found it challenging and I'm not very good at this yet, especially for just riffing. So I, I I did decide to use a little bit of structure in this to make sure that the product on your end is worth listening to. Otherwise, this is just sort of pointless. So anyhow, today we're gonna just get into the basics of bird feeding. For instance, why why even bother with bird feeding? Is bird feeding bad for birds? What to feed birds, how to feed birds, and, and on and on. So we're not gonna get into the super, super detailed, more advanced stuff like bird nests and building bird feeders and whatnot, but, but we'll get you into what you really need to know to get started. So some people ask why you even bother feeding the birds. Um, And I mean, I guess it's a good question, but birds stay pretty well hidden. And if you're not looking for them and don't live in a big city where there's tons of pigeons and stuff and they're used to humans, then you're not going to see birds an awful lot. Now, putting feeders up on your yard or wherever you put your feeders presents an opportunity for birds to come out into the open this way you can see them identify them observe them watch how they live their lives check for different sort of patterns that they go through and um, you can you can check and watch for each individual bird's adaptations for survival so for instance hummingbirds ability to hover or the way woodpeckers use their tails to hang on to things or doves straw-like beaks that allow them to drink water like a straw Uh, that's that's um collared doves no other no other birds can do that you get to see hawks prey on birds you get to see which which isn't great but it's just part of the way the cycle goes and you get to see different generations of birds and and if you enjoy pets having a dog or a cat or a pet bird or anything like that you learn quickly that oh i i i truly do love these birds like i i love my own pets and and they're um it's it's an incredibly joyful experience to, and and allows you to really connect with nature on a level that you really can't in in a lot of scenarios especially if you live in a big city don't have access to the the forest and all the nature and mountains and all that stuff so that's that's essentially why one would feed the bird the birds. Now on top of that, being able to identify and, and notice patterns in birds can be very helpful for scientists. Now there's all sorts of well not all sorts of, but there's a couple different um citizen projects out there, for instance feeder watch, project feeder watch where you can actually observe, identify, keep track of birds throughout different seasons, like winter and summer, and and upload this data for the Cornell Lab. And they are able to use this data to keep track of bird populations, bird migration, and all this sort of stuff. And it's very important because over the last 50 years, one out of four birds has gone missing they're just rapidly declining. Billions and billions of birds die every year. A lot from cats, a lot from hawks, a lot from humans, a lot from humans building cities and taking away birds' homes. It's, you know, they really do have it tough out there. It's not an easy life being a bird and being able to help scientists keep track of these patterns and being able to help these birds live a somewhat easier life can be, bring a lot of joy into your life. That I promise you now once you've decided okay I want to feed the birds you you might ask is it bad though a lot of people think okay maybe it's harmful you know you got bears and sometimes other large animals once you feed them you know they consider bear a fed bear a dead bear so it seems reasonable to ask is it harmful to feed birds now over the major overall um, conclusion of this is no, absolutely not. Ten percent of birds' um, food comes from feeders. The only the only times that this might be different is in harsh wet weather or if they're feeding their young. So, birds have a variety of different sources for feed essentially all birds do is mate and feed and and they only mate in mating times a year so the rest of the year they're literally just surviving and they eat a variety of things depending on the birds from bugs to to seeds to other birds and and there's all sorts of ways for them to adapt and survive so the long the long short version of this long story is that no, you are, you are not harming the birds by feeding them. Now there's some studies that do show that bird feeders have higher amounts of diseases at them than, than more natural feeding places like from insects and grass seed and and stuff like that. And this is problematic, especially if you see um, Finch, House Finch, with eye disease and stuff, it, it is unfortunate. But the data and, and studies have shown that birds that visit feeders, especially with more diseases, have higher resistance to these diseases. So, you know, the, the nature has a way of balancing itself and yes, it is tough to prevent diseases and all this stuff. That being said, you can do a lot to prevent diseases. By cleaning your feeders weekly or daily if you want and and that will come a lot easier if you purchase feeders that are designed to be cleaned easily and not trap in those nasty bacterias so like I said no bird feeding overall does not harm birds the only time they're going to become dependent on your feeders is in harsh winter conditions, you know, in an ice storm, a snowstorm, maybe after a really bad windstorm. Or if they're they need extra food to feed their young, which typically in the spring there's going to be lots of bucks and different things that they they're going to be able to feed their young with, but but you can make their lives easier. Having to take be a bird and take care of babies in a nest that other birds are constantly trying to steal and eat. Giving them a little bit of food is not harming them. And, and in the cases where there have been severe weather incidents, their survival could actually depend on your feeders. So it's really important to not worry about harming the birds because you are doing so much more good than possible harm. That being said, please clean your feeders. Buy feeders that are easy to clean, and clean them regularly with with a bleach solution, you can find all the instructions online to do that. And it's just make it part of your routine. You'll feel better, the birds will be healthier and and you'll have a greater chance of attracting a large variety of birds. Birds are picky. They don't want their food sitting around in water. They don't want their food sitting around in dirt. the the seeds grow into plants, the sitting water turns into mold, and it can become a very dangerous situation for the birds. And if, if you got mold in your feeders, you're not gonna have birds, you're just gonna have moldy feeders just sitting in your tree or wherever you have them hung. So, now that we've gone over why to feed the birds and gone over if feeding the birds is harmful or not, I guess the next step is what to feed the birds. Now, essentially, there's a large variety of of things you can feed your birds. And the more variety you have, the more variety you're going to attract. So there's the main thing when you're feeding birds, of course, is seeds. But there's all sorts of different types of seeds the the prime rib of seeds is black oil sunflower seeds they are what birds most birds absolutely die for they love them they are similar to the striped sunflower seeds but they're less preferred but but birds will eat those too so if you're if you're sitting there thinking okay I want to get started what 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 should I just buy that's going to be the most diverse food that I can give my birds that's going to be your sunflower seeds you can buy them shelled you can buy them whole, you can buy them um, crushed. They, they they have, now the crushed are great because you don't have to deal with shells on the ground and you don't have to deal with sunflower plants growing all in your garden. It's really, really nice option to do that. Other seeds you can go for are sa- safflower seeds. Now they're, it's a bit of an interesting seed. Um, a lot of birds like starlings, sparrows, blackbirds and even squirrels they don't like it but but other birds do so you sort of have to experiment and uh see what sort of birds do like this seed uh some northern cardinals and fox sparrows eat lots of it so depending on your area and where you're at you're going to you're going to realize that there is some some different things that birds like and different things that birds don't like and they're quite picky, and it will make you realize, oh, okay, well, these birds probably aren't relying entirely on my feed because they're leaving half the food that they don't like to eat. So other seeds are white millet. Birds that love these are doves, sparrows, um, and and they can be messy. They leave their little shells and stuff, and they can grow into plants, but but birds do love them. Niger seeds, which are little, tiny, tiny, slits like, almost like a sunflower seed but they're tiny and American goldfinches and finches in general just absolutely love them you'll attract goldfinches poles siskins and and a whole bunch of other types of finches and you can put them in special niger feeders and hang them up in your yard specifically for goldfinches and whatnot you can do peanuts peanuts pack a ton of protein and fat and they come in three main forms shell without the shell and in spread so like a peanut butter you can put stuff you can get from wild birds unlimited which is called bark butter put it out on the tree and you can put different seeds in it and you'll have a whole variety of birds coming to scoop up that delicious bark butter now there's other seeds you can get and and you know other things you'll find in bird seed mixes like cracked corn and and stuff like that but they can also cracked corn in my experience is mostly ignored it is left over by the birds, and it is an attractant of rodents, so I do not mess around with cheap mixes anymore. I did when I first started, I was always looking for bargain and and, I, and then I realized, okay, it, it really makes a difference what type of feed you are using and and you know when you're throwing out half of what you buy because they're not eating what's in it and it's attracting rodents and it it decreases the level of joy. So once eventually with some experimenting and and going to your various nature shops and bird feeding shops you're going to find the right mixes. There's there's um no mess blends which are great which are usually chip sunflower seeds and other various no mess no seed that are going to grow in your garden and 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 the birds clean them up. They love them. The the better food you buy the better experience you're going to have. Less mess, less mold, happier birds, greater variety. I mean, it goes on and on and on. It's just like anything in life. You do not want to cheap out on the on this hobby. Now, if you have to cheap out, there are very creative ways you can find places that sell different bulk things. And you can just go with a big bag of sunflower seeds and, and birds will still come still love you. And and you can also hang up suet feeders. So first of all, I just want to talk a little bit more about seed mixes. So there's different blends you can get the wild birds unlimited deluxe blends they've got like i said no mess blends they've got winter blends they've got hot pepper blends because birds don't have the same taste buds that mammals and rodents and stuff do so when you when you give them a hot pepper blend they're going to eat it and love it just like any other blend but any deer or rodents or squirrels that come by they're gonna get their mouths absolutely scorched and they'll just stay away from it so if you've got rodent and You know large animal problems That's probably your solution As well as how you're feeding and what type of feeders you have and your maintenance and whatnot Um, There's there's all sorts of different blends But you do need to keep in mind that bird seed does not last forever how has it been stored where has it been stored all these things are factors so when you are purchasing your seed mixes just you know do your due diligence shop around compare ask ask people in the community ask other burgers you're, you're going to find out what works in your area and it's not going to be the same for everybody but you like i said i cannot stress quality Quality and storage you they, they have to be fresh and and it'll make such a big difference and you will save yourself a headache I promise so now that we've kind of gone over seeds um we can go over the non seed foods and they're fun the the most obvious I've already mentioned here is is the suet now if you if you are wondering okay, I'd love to just get into bird feeding, but I don't want to deal with figuring out what feeder I need and what kind of seed blends and where am I hanging it and is it going to make a mess and am I going to have to do weeding and all this stuff go buy a suet puck go buy a little ten dollar uh, suet hanger it's just a cage that hangs from a tree and and you just put a suet puck in there or two suet pucks depending on how big it is and you just hang it and you will attract a whole bunch of birds you're going to attract woodpeckers you're going to attract potentially bush tits and and all sorts of of uh different different species of birds and it's great because it's high in fat it's got there's different blends you can even get hot pepper ones you just want to make sure you have it in one of those cage like feeders otherwise you're gonna get some greedy crow or squirrel that's gonna come take the whole five dollar puck and you're not gonna really have any experience at all with your birds um Other options, like I I mentioned as well, are the, the butter spreads, so the bark butters. You can buy, you know, unique little feeders or even make feeders that you can spread bark butter on, or you can just spread them right onto the trees you hang your feeders on, or there's all sorts of different ways you can do it, but I'm telling you, birds love it, and you will be spoiling your birds if you feed them that. Other different types of options are fruits and jellies. Now, you can buy all sorts of feeders. You can hang and you can put orange slices in them, apples, grapes, raisins, blueberries. You're going to, like I said, the bigger your buffet is, the bigger your crowd is that you're going to invite. And and if you if you're feeding your birds oranges and blueberries and bark butter and seed mixes and a whole variety of things just imagine how many different types of birds you're they're gonna birds are gonna be flying around the town bragging about where they're the buffet they're eating at giving five star reviews on yelp i mean it's 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 addicting and you will learn okay it it, you'll, you'll start to add i can almost guarantee if you're anything like me you're gonna be feeding orange slices to your birds before you know it also now one thing I have not gone over is hummingbirds. Now, I'm new to the hummingbirds. I will give full disclosure that I do not currently have a hummingbird feeder up, but it is what I'm going to be doing first thing in the spring. I'm going to put up a number of hummingbird feeders, probably on each corner of my house, so I can watch at any given moment and prevent competition from the hummingbirds. Now, I live in a, northern Canada, so my climate here, or our climate here in, in the winter is pretty harsh at times and most of the hummingbirds migrate. So the reason I decided to not go with the hummingbird feeders this summer was because I was not did not feel experienced enough to leave my hummingbird feeders out in the winter and keep it from getting frozen and all that, and if hummingbirds decide to not migrate because you are feeding them and you stop feeding them, they will die. If they have no other food source, you will be the one that kills your hummingbirds. And I didn't want any part of that. So when you are putting out hum- nectar in your hummingbird feeders, there's, there's different style feeders you can get. You can get ones with platforms and ones that just hang and look like flowers. But the platforms are nice because you, you can actually give the birds a break and multiple birds can use it at once. So nectar is easy. You just want to put out a sugar water mixture and you'll attract hummingbirds and Orioles. The easiest and best way to make this mixture is to boil four cups or one liter of water and then add one cup of regular white sugar. Stir until the sugar has disappeared and let the mixture cool. Leftover formula can be stored in the refrigerator until it's needed and it's good for about a week. This 4 to 1 ratio is closest to natural nectar and white sugar is the only sugar you should use. Do not use other sweeteners such as maple syrup or honey and no food coloring should be used. The best feeders are already red to attract hummingbirds. Now, if you're finding you're attracting Orioles too, they like more the orange ones. So you can put up orange feeders for the, the Orioles and red feeders for the hummingbirds and, and your, your backyard's just gonna be a absolute bird sanctuary now one other fun feed that you can give to your birds are called mealworms and they're great for birds that aren't attracted to seeds you'll you'll bring in bluebirds mockingbirds, wrens chickadees just love live mealworms and and you can you can give them live you can give them dead and they're super easy they're just they're just mealworms just as they sound and if you just throw the mealworms if they're alive into a, a dished tray so a tray with a lip on it the, the worms won't really be able to crawl out of it and they'll hang around long enough for your birdies to eat them up so now that we've kind of got a pretty good idea of what we're feeding these birds I, I say we should just go into the best ways to feed them now there's there's different ways to feed birds and and one thing I realized when I started was okay you put a feeder up that's great but then the big birds knock the feeder over and spill all the seeds okay so you got to put special feeders up oh okay and then and then there's different types of seeds that work in different types of feeders so let's just go into a few of them your basic hopper feeders are your birdhouse looking feeders that have a roof and a platform and usually a couple pieces of glass where you can see the seed inside they're great they have many benefits they usually have a large perching area that allows for birds of all size to feed and secondly the center of the feeder holds significant amount of feed meaning less trips to refill for you these are great if you're someone who goes away on the weekends but doesn't want to leave your birds hanging you know and third it has a roof that protects the seeds and the birds from precipitation now these vary from from you know, different, different manufacturers. Wild Birds Unlimited has a um, patented hopper feeder, which is absolutely phenomenal and well engineered. If you're looking for tips on that, I will always recommend Wild Birds Unlimited, as I have not found any competitor that even comes close to what they have to offer. And they work with various causes. They they they're such a magnificent company if we had an hour just to talk about how amazing i have found them and their service and their people and the things they do for i i mean we could just really get into it but for now we'll st- we'll stay on track so other than the hopper feeders you got other types of feeders you got different sort of mesh feeders now we're talking metal mesh feeders but they allowed many birds to to go on them you can put different things like peanuts sunflower seeds niger seeds all these different things and it allows different birds to come and pick away at these things without some greedy magpie coming in and stealing every peanut you have and costing you an absolute fortune now another thing i realized is okay well i had some some collar doves coming to my feeders but they they couldn't figure out how to get on the the feeder i had so I noticed they'd eat all the stuff at the bottom of the feeders. And I had chuckers that come. They're they're pheasant-like birds. And they only eat off the ground. And then the winter came and the juncos showed up. And, and they refused to eat feeders. Although I have one junco that uses the feeder. It's very bizarre. But they all feed on the ground. So I started feeding on the ground. But I learned not to overfeed. Because I started feeding mice and rodents. And I did not like that. So... I ended up getting a platform feeder, which I place just off the ground and I bring in every night. There's no spill. The bur- ground feeding birds love using it and it's um, been a great solution to not attracting the rodents I was once attracting. Now, when you are doing the mesh feeders, please do not use any sort of netting or, or anything like that. If you use a net mesh feeder, you're going to find dead birds stuck onto your feet and I promise you you do not do do not want that other types of feeders which are great for finches and sparrows and other other types of birds are tube feeders and there's there's specialized large peanut feeders for if you want to feed your blue jays and not the squirrels and 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 there's there's such a variety of different types of platform feeders and niger feeders and tube feeders and suet feeders and hopper feeders and mesh feeders and all this stuff i mean you the best thing you can do and even and even fruit and jelly feeders like i said these funky little feeders you can hook up oranges and apples and grapes and different sort of things hummingbird nectar feeders there's so many and and there's a whole bunch of people out there making different ones. All I can recommend is getting something that is engineered by people who are in this hobby, which is why I always buy Wild Birds Unlimited. And I I'm I'm not an endorsement. I I do not endorse the company. There's there's no sponsoring here. I just I'm just telling it how it is, and you you want to find a feeder that makes sense a feeder that is you know going to suit your needs whether it's a squirrel proof feeder or you know a feeder designed for goldfinches you you want to make sure it works you want to make sure it's easy to clean easy to hang if it's if it's meant to keep your stuff clean and dry you want to make sure that it's engineered correctly to do so you don't want a feeder that has a roof on it but a roof that doesn't cover the platform soaks all your food and then goes moldy it's just it's a pain in the butt you don't want to do it now there's all sorts of different other feeders especially as a beginner now if you just want something super easy you can go right into any store that really that sells bird feed you can buy those bell feeders which are just gelatin and different seeds you can just hang them up and birds will go at them you can buy beginner decoration feeders you can make your own feeders if you just go on to google and look up do it yourself feeders you'd be amazed at the the creativity some people have to make their own feeders and and if you're on a budget i mean go for it i i don't i don't endorse any specific feeder other than a feeder that meets you and your birds needs, keeps you and your birds safe, and you and your birds happy. Because you have to remember, diseases can spread to humans, so keeping your feeders clean, disease-free, and all that is super, super important for not only your birds, not only bird populations, but for humans as well, including yourself. One other thing you can try, once you start getting more familiar with birds, and bird feeding is hand feeding. And some some species are more challenging than others. Some birds like chickadees, tit mice can be enticed fairly easily. Now, if you want to train birds at your feeder, start by sitting near the feeder without moving very much. And and you're, you're gonna slowly build trust. And it's gonna be tough. Some birds are a lot shyer than others. But once you start moving a little closer to the feeder every day, try standing near the feeder and, and f- finally, Things will they'll you'll start to block access to the feeder and then you can you can present feed in your hands and some birds you'd be surprised they're just gonna come and land right on you canada jays um you know like like i said tip mice chickadees they they're very commonly sitting on people's hands so now that we've kind of gone over everything as far as getting started. Um. there's there's not a lot left for as far as the feeding I mean like I said there's endless varieties of food you can use there's endless varieties of feeders ways you can set up feeders there's different stands you can hang multiple feeders off of you can hang feeders off trees you can hang feeders off your deck you can get suction cup feeders that stick to your windows I mean it's it's never never ending and quickly, while we're on the topic of windows, windows are really bad, especially near your bird feeders because birds tend to fly into them. So having some sort of pattern on your windows, if you have large glass windows, whether it's just dots or a sticker or anything, you can, you can look up all sorts of ideas to protect your windows so that birds do not crash into them because it is devastating when they do. And a lot of the times they will die. And it's, it's sad, but it, it does happen and you can prevent it. Now, this podcast, I, I just wanted to get into the basics of bird feeding. Now, I'm not going to go into setting up a perfect bird sanctuary as there's, there's still a lot more we can get into this, and I'm going to leave that to the next episode to creating the perfect backyard environment for bird feeding. But we're at, we're at just over 30 minutes this episode, and I, I feel quite satisfied with what we've gone over. Now, I hope everybody feels the same. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it and uh, support me in my journey. And uh, hopefully this will be supporting you in your journey as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of Chickadee Chat. This has been Curtis and please keep on feeding those birds. Thank you.